Hello, Epic Chad listeners. This is episode number four of Podcast Omega, and today we're going to be focusing on Battle Royale games. Joining me today, uh, my amazing co-host, Harrison Wald from St. James Academy. Harrison, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello. Um, as Mason said, I'm from St. James, a junior, um, and I I do yearbook. Yeah, that's that. I'm I'm a pretty simple guy, but let's get straight into the podcast because that's what we're here for. So. Yeah, pretty pretty cool guy. Um, Harry has been in another episode. Not really sure which one, but just just check them all out because they're all pretty good. Well, any okay, moving on. So okay. Um, today we're going to be talking about Battle Royale games, a genre in which you drop into a map, presumably via airdrop, and you select your place to land by navigating to where you are landing. Hmm? Yes. Yes. So then you have to pick up various weapons on the ground that are most of the time randomly generated. And then, last one standing wins. Yeah. That's the basic gist. So, Harry, tell me what one of your favorite Battle Royale games is and why. So, history-wise, many moons ago, I think... We all had this time. um, Probably in middle school, 7th, 8th grade, around then. um, Fortnite was definitely a peak in the Battle Royale phase. Uh, me and some of my friends we would pop off we like some games see with battle royale games you would be able to you know kind of like choose how you played we can probably get into that um later in the episode for sure but um yeah um but fortnite was definitely a big uh part of my battle royale um i guess journey we could say so that that's definitely my favorite um mason what about yours um, one of my favorites in its prime was definitely Fortnite as well. It it just had so many interesting aspects. And one of the main aspects that I really enjoyed was the building mechanic. Because it allows you to basically just materialize cover. So, basically any fight became winnable at that point. Assuming it was not, like, some random sweat. Um, just, like, you know, cross-mapping you with a sniper one shot to the head you know that that was unfortunate but i really loved how the game evolved up until right around season five at the end of season five is where it really started to go downhill in my opinion but up until then all of the fights were very fun you know playing with friends that was pretty much like one of the best things about it yeah i played from the around middle to end of season one to the end of season three and like you said it like playing with friends is like obviously the best thing um like i mentioned a little earlier with the gameplay um especially with fortnite you could kind of choose how you played yeah so if you kind of wanted to you know mess around with friends and just kind of meme around you could play that and definitely win it'd be weird if you did but it was definitely really fun if you did and also, you could go try hard mode and still have a lot of fun. It was very interesting, but it worked. Yeah, like I, the way they had I definitely think there was a good balance between, like, um, competitive play and, um, like, casual play. 
because Fortnite in its early days was definitely geared towards a more casual audience like you know us for example and um yeah i i just i really enjoyed their um i don't remember what it was it was like i don't know it was kind of their take on ranked basically mm-hmm. so ranked fortnite and it allowed you to go against like better and better players as you progress to the ranks and yeah that was more of the competitive aspect but playing with your friends even in like creative mode which was a relatively new addition all things considered um that was probably one of my like most fond memories growing or looking back now to that game mm-hmm. um and then there's um backtracking even farther than fortnite something that you may not see as a battle royale is this goes like way back to like um like i don't know when you played minecraft like when you started playing minecraft um but i played minecraft like fourth fifth grade like that's probably yeah, when i started yeah same just but was minecraft hunger games you might not see that as a battle royale oh my goodness i didn't even but, think of that yeah wow because yeah. it's the way you spawn in because um for the those who don't know you spawn in it most likely depending on like the server and stuff you will spawn in around a circle you'll see everyone there you're like in a circle with some uh items in the middle that like really good items in the middle and there's also like items around the whole map that you can collect like a normal battle royale but instead of flying over and you dropping wherever you wanted you're everyone's in the middle like i mentioned so that's why some people might not have immediately thought that it's a battle royale yeah, I think most traditional battle royales kind of take the airdrop idea and just run with it. Like Call of Duty Warzone, one of the more modern battle royales. Um, yeah. It definitely took that idea and kind of ran with it, and it built off of its predecessors like Fortnite, Apex, all of the kind of just like really big heavy hitters in the battle royale genre. It took all of the best aspects like zone that's escapable, like... And it's not just crushing. Like, the zone... Well, for those of you who don't know, the zone is basically a damage ring that goes around the map and slowly gets smaller and smaller to force the players together. And in the early days of Fortnite, outrunning the zone was a was a tall order because there were no real, like, movement accessories, like cars, like vehicles, just in general there were no items to assist you with that like there are now so back then the zone was definitely a, a lot larger of a beast but with Warzone, they have a couple cars they have helicopters they have atvs they have buggies so the zone's definitely a lot more manageable but it also creates a new like opportunity for kind of trap players to take advantage of that and then ambush you when you're not really expecting it like running away from zone yeah and then something is a little bit different again with the minecraft hunger games instead of like a damaging zone um at least for like 90 percent of the maps they would just have a glass uh glass border that would slowly get smaller so it would just restrict the areas that you could go into so just the whole map would get smaller as the game would go on yeah one thing I remember about Minecraft Hunger Games is that once there were, like, two to three people left, like, that or squads, 
it would put you into like a sudden death arena and it was basically just like a completely flat um like block area and you could just duke it out there versus like you know just losing because you were just you just had an unfortunate placement and some team had a better placement than you so it definitely equalized like the better the better players and the worst players in that regards but what were you you gonna say yeah um that is very different with the minecraft it it does equalize like kind of like it gives everyone a balanced ending yeah um by bringing everyone to that uh, uh yeah you basically said what i was gonna say it balances everything to the end um because some especially with height advantage because some people um would have a very good height advantage for end game um yeah. or some people would be trapped in zone and lose because of the, uh that unfair advantage or disadvantage and that would just be unfortunate for them and i mean it is what it is sometimes so yeah and those losses were definitely always the most heartbreaking because you knew that you died just because of sheer luck and not because of skill like at all yeah yeah and i think i think fortnite has done very well to mitigate that problem nowadays like as it's progressed its lifestyle it's i'm pretty confident that they've started using like pre-selected zone areas where it has a couple of different locations that it can close into but it's randomized every game obviously as battle royales are and um one battle royale that i want to touch on is apex legends because i feel like they do combat the best the gunfights in that game are just so enjoyable because for me if you make any positional like error at all you're just dead completely there's like no hope but playing around your opponents and using the um champion's abilities in a useful and resourceful way is where a lot of that joy comes from what about you harry i know we've been playing yeah. apex recently so yeah what do you think about i would that? have to agree with the gunplay because there's a wide variety of guns there's um similar to the other games there's like snipers uh smgs rifles um i love the guns personally um uh i like how you can get attachments throughout the game uh, which is kind of similar to call of duty the Warzone, but the difference is that in cod um you level up your gun and then you can pre-attach the attachments before you get into the game um and then when you get your airdrop you would get those attachments you know pre-put on but in apex you would get those attachments throughout the game and higher tier attachments uh make your gun better and it's kind of like adds to the um it adds to the game and adds another uh what am i uh adds another level of gameplay yeah adds another level of gameplay um so because you're also looking for those items while you're also trying to win the game so you can you know get better items right and i think that encourages pvp more so than call of duty warzone because it encourages you to it encourages you to seek out gunfights to get better weapons more ammo better armor all like better attachments as you were saying and that's one thing that i like more about apex um over cod so another thing i like about apex is the fact that it's basically like a sandbox 
in a way because it allows all players of varying skill levels to compete on a level playing field kind of like the minecraft hunger games finale like event and because any any person like no matter how terrible they are or how good they are they're kind of all working with the same materials versus call of duty where you have to put hours and hours into the game in order to make some weapons even like be usable because you could start out in call of duty and just get completely stomped because you have no weapon attachments and yeah. all of the presets you found were just terrible and that's the only reason why you'd lose a gunfight sometimes and so yeah i definitely think that pushes a lot of players away from call of duty battle royale but i think it works very well on the multiplayer for sure yeah i would have to totally agree because it, when you start um you have absolutely no attachments and it just takes a very long time to fully upgrade your gun and once you do that you might just lose total motivation in the game and yeah you know it's you know not very fun sometimes but once you do then it can be fun but you just have to find friends to do it with yeah definitely friends make a big part like just having someone to play with and just kind of bounce back and forth um it definitely makes the grind more bearable and it definitely adds a lot of enjoyment to almost any br So, what about map design? What do you think about map design over the the battle royals that we've talked about so far? All right, I'm gonna have to hop in here. Okay. Okay. Can I hop uh, in? Uh, we have an we have a new guest. We have a new guest. We have Gunther. Hey, he has so, just joined the call. Yeah. Um, map design really rustles my Jimmy, so I'm gonna have to come in here and talk about it. Okay. Especially um, in. Can I just go ham? Okay. Yeah, go so, for it. I just wanted to talk about the map design in Apex because it's really good sometimes, but it also sucks a lot of the time. For for example, on the map Olympus, because there's two maps, there's World's Edge and there's Olympus, sometimes like you really have to know what you're doing on Olympus because sometimes you can get caught out of zone and a lot of times to get to different sections of the map, you have to pass through these really tiny choke points mm-hmm. and if someone were just to hold that while the zone's coming in you can really you know you can just get destroyed and you have nothing to like you can't deal with it in any way yeah um no that's, way to definitely, mitigate it. that's definitely happened when we've been playing like i yeah. remember one game specifically we had to pass this choke point and a team was just holding it and we ended up dying to that yeah uh, for Fortnite, like, Season 3, uh, 2 and 3, around when I played then, I think their map was actually pretty decent when it came to, like, not having choke points and being able to uh, stay out of zone. Um, because, I mean, well, they didn't really have the choke points that uh, uh, Gunther just talked about. And the way the map was set up, it was pretty good in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty good because there's there was like little um like valley passes that you would have to go through occasionally, mm-hmm. but they were never really like that bad because you yeah. could just build over the mountains. Like right. yeah, was... that too. Yeah, building definitely added a, a like another level to movement in that game. Um, mm-hmm. it definitely helped with verticality, but horizontal movement not so much. 
But verticality in BRs is something that's rarely seen, which is unfortunate because verticality in fights is a lot of times very fun. I know Apex. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. No, yeah, that's the main. That's, in my opinion, the main reason why Fortnite popped off then. So, um, you can continue. Sorry. Yeah. Um, as I was saying, in Apex, um, they do a very good job at verticality in their big hubs. Um, I know one spot that we like to drop pretty often is. It's basically like a small metro area that's kind of localized, and you can go inside the buildings and you can weave like throughout the entire building, kind of like rats, which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, you can like you can pick people off from unexpected angles because you never expect them to be there, and vice versa can happen to you as well. Um, what about? Warzone's map design, Gunther. What do you think about that? Uh, it's been a while since I played Warzone. Oh, okay, I remember the map now. It's like, a lot of the spots you think would have a lot of loot don't. Mm-hmm. So, like, you think the big cities would have a lot of loot, but a lot of times the buildings that you think you can go into just have, like, a first floor and they have, like, two chests each. Um, and... A lot of times, you just, like, I don't know. There's something about the map where, in the early game, it's really easy to traverse, and it's really easy to get loot and stuff if you know what you're doing. But then later on, you kind of just get put into these 1v1 situations where aim is the only thing that matters. Because there's, like, one time where the zone was closing in, and we were on a mountain. Um... And there was the only the only way we could have won that was by out aiming the enemies. But you know, some people are just really good at the game, so we just kind of got yeah. destroyed. Yeah, definitely. I think Warzone does a very good job at being an aim based shooter, whereas Fortnite yeah. is more like technical in the sense mm-hmm. that you have to learn how to build very quickly. You have to learn how to build well, and not just spam random structures. Yeah. And I think Apex also has a lot more of an aim-focused combat system. However, it's kind of on the fringe because the time to kill in that game is extremely high relative yeah. to other battle royales. So, the, yeah, continue. The other thing about Apex is that every character you play has different abilities. So you can put yourself... If, there, if you're in a situation where the only way you're going to win is by aim you can use the abilities to put yourself in a situation where you can outsmart your opponents. Like, you can use Bangalore's smokes to get into a better position that's, like, above them, or you can use them like, to, like, slip away, or you can use Horizon's, uh, like, giant whoosh that flings you up into the air. You can use that to get a better rod. position. Yeah. You can use Wraith's, uh, like, Asia. portal to get behind yeah. them. You can, like, there's a lot more you can do besides just shoot at them yeah yeah apex definitely unlocks a lot of doors um to outplay your opponents rather than just out aim them which is really really why it's so uh so popular even to this day um do you guys have any other brs in mind that you want to talk about (laughs) counter-strike danger zone (laughs) counter-strike danger zone very niche but absolutely yeah 
I, I've had to play it recently because of the challenges. And honestly, it's kind of fun. <laughs> they they take a lot of the characteristics of a battle royale and flip it on their like flip it on its head. Like instead of a zone, the map is divided into hexagons, and every hexagon will eventually be filled in. But it's not like it's like it's random. So not it's not like we're in a circle. You can tell where it's gonna move in. It'll just choose one of the hexagons. It could be like in the middle of the map. It could be on the side of the map. It could be like, it's not. It's not just set, you know. Yeah. I think. And then. Yeah, sorry, there's also continue. tons of other equipment that you can get, that, just like change movement, like the exo jump. There's like it's really cool because you get money and then you can buy stuff and then the drones come in and they drop you your items, but you can shoot down other people's drones and take their items. It's super cool. I think Valve has done a good job at kind of keeping the community on its toes. Because if you think hmm Counter-Strike Global Offensive Battle Royale, what do you what do you, what immediately comes to your head? Like without without having played it. Not Danger Zone. Not Danger Zone. At all. And surprisingly, with the little Danger Zone that I've played, it's actually been very enjoyable. I don't really know why, but <laughs> It just has been. The maps are small enough to where it reminds you of a traditional Counter-Strike map, but at the same time, it's big enough to where you can roam around and expect people. So, I think, yeah, Counter-Strike definitely found a very good balance between that. That's kind of what Valve does, though. Yeah. They kind of wait till a genre has been saturated a lot and then they release something that just completely flips the genre on its head and gives like a new light to it yeah for sure valve is definitely infamous for doing exactly that yeah uh harry do you have any thoughts on that um i mean yeah gunther said it i would just have to agree with her yeah (laughs) awesome yeah just got straight to the point (laughs) Um, any other epic battle royales that you've just been itching to talk about? I'm pretty itch for you, Chief. <laughs> you out there? Uh, um, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Alright, yeah. um, I guess we'll call that episode. Uh, thank you, yeah. listener. Shout out to all of my German listeners, my one German listener. Unless it's just... Um, you, Mr. C, using a VPN. Um, <laughs> if, if it is, props to you for keeping safe on the internet. Uh, if it's not, shout out all of my German brothers. Uh, <laughs> Good, guten Tag. <laughs> guten Morgen. Uh, yeah, thanks for, thanks for joining us on this uh, episode. Bye-bye.